and welcome to the first episode of Talk It Out. I'm Millie and my Instagram is Recovery with Mills. And I'm Amy and my Instagram is the dot lights. Two T's and an underscore. Um so today basically we asked some of our followers on our Instagrams about questions that they want us to talk about and it's kind of more of like a get to know us. Okay, so we thought we'd go into our stories a little bit and just sort of tell you a bit more about us because, you know, you've got to practice what you preach, right? Yeah, true. My name's Amy and my story's a bit long. Um, but I live with my aunt and uncle and I have done since December 2018. Um, gang shit, gang shit. Don't really see my mother nor speak to her. Yeah, I just live with my aunt and uncle um, and my two cousins now. I've done for a year and a half. I've dealt with, like, different types of abuse. Mm-hmm. Being physical, emotional, a form of sexual. Yeah, and then obviously... Psychological, which is the same, really. Neglect. Yeah, neglect. Deprivation. But, yeah, that's what I mean. That's about it. What about Millie? Um, oh, it sounds so weird to say, right. So, I'm currently in recovery from anorexia. And I got diagnosed probably like two months ago now something like that it hasn't been that long so I'm in the really early stages of recovery but I would say I have been dealing with it for about well over a year now um but yeah I'm currently in the early stages so I'm doing very fucking well my ass oh thank you yeah so obviously there's other stuff that comes with that First question was just how we met. Yeah, how and when did you two meet? It's our college. That was a community college. Yeah, it was crap, and Amy was about the only blessing that came out of that place. (gasps) Oh, I know, how cute! (laughs) Um, Do you remember what I was like though when I turned up? I was so different to how I am now. Yeah, I don't know why you you became friends with me. I don't know, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know either. No, I feel like you still had some of your personality because we just clicked straight away, didn't we? Yeah, I'm still a comedian and stuff. (sighs) To be fair, I think as soon as I met you, it sort of brought out like the good side of me. Yeah, you are literally a different person though from then. Oh, yeah. A different person. For the better though. It's so embarrassing who I used to be. (laughs) Oh, don't. So, yeah, we basically met on our first day at college because we. We're doing health and social care and we were in the same class. And then she looked at me and thought, wow, she is beautiful. She's going to be my best friend for life. Yeah, basically. Do you remember? Sorry. (laughs) I love you really. Anyway, (laughs) do you remember that time? It was literally a day after we met and you messaged me and you was like, oh my God, I already feel like we're best friends already. Yeah. Do you want to know how excited I was by seeing that? I just opened it. showed his mum, didn't you? Yeah, I showed my ex's mum. And I was like, look, look, she wants to be my best friend. She was like, oh, you're friends. And he was not happy. No, he was not. But it was one of them ones where we literally just clicked straight away. I thought our personalities were both just like... Yeah. Um, But basically, we first... Oh. (laughs) Don't make me cry. (laughs) Our... teacher basically made a really sexist joke and that's kind of when we looked over each other and was like mm. it's that same face we pull to this day when yeah when we hear that like someone says something that we don't like and we're like mm-hmm. we just give each other that that look yeah but yeah and then we just started getting talking after that and then since then well that's how we met <laughs> question number two 
How to be more confident with anxiety, for example, making friends. I feel like we can both touch on this because obviously we were really anxious on the first day of college, I feel like, because we didn't really know anyone, did we? Yeah, we yeah, we didn't know anyone. Honestly, I think I don't really really know how I dealt with it. I kinda of just faked it and made conversation to be honest. Fake to make it bitches. No, like honestly that is my one thing with confidence. It's obviously there's other stuff you can do. Yeah. But genuinely fake it until you believe it. And I feel like when you start to fake it, you do believe it a bit more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know like, if I mean? you tell yourself something enough times, you will believe it straight Yeah, up. exactly. But as well, like, I was saying... So I've, like, been using this sort of analogy for quite a while, haven't I? And it's, mm-hmm. like, the voices. Yeah. That sounds like... To some people who have never been through this, like, they hear me say that and they're like, what the Yeah, fuck? I don't get it. But for me, so, like, um, if anyone's heard of the inner child concept... Mm-hmm. I mean, I've spoken about it quite a lot, but basically it's where, like, one voice... Check out your blog post on it. <laughs> go to her Instagram and it's linked. Yes, go to my Instagram and it's linked in the blog. Basically, the inner child is, like, the voice um, that sort of, like, speaks all concerns and fears of things. Um, and then yourself is the other voice that sort of reasons a bit more mm. and has, like, more knowledge. So, like... Do you have a name for your voice? Like, your dickhead voice? No, actually, I just I do. like I call mine Anna. Call oh Anna yeah, Anna. yeah. Mm. I, Why you got to be such a bitch, Anna? I don't do. I picture mine instead. Why don't you call it Dave? I'm like, oh, dickhead Dave, back at it again. <laughs> no, see what I do. My I don't actually call my voice anything. I picture it instead. Mm, yeah. So when I think I'm more of just like a visual person. So when I'm thinking of it and I'm thinking of like you need to stop it. I picture it as a child. So I might call her Amy. Oh, really? Yeah, so I picture me as a child. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, And, like, I just picture my young self who's, like, scared of things and, like, you know, was going through a lot at that time. Like, I mm. picture her about, like, seven years old. But, yeah, for me, it's, like, it's still the same person. She's just a bit scared and she needs to be nurtured by someone. So, like, my big voice. So, like, I have it on, like, different sides as well, which yeah, is really... Yeah, I completely Do you? get that, yeah. So I have, like, my... It's literally, like, an angel and a devil on your shoulders, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. So on, like, my right side is me now. That's mm. big Amy. And then on, like, the left side is, like, my inner child, so that's little Amy. Yeah. And then, like, I will picture myself, like, hugging, like, my younger self. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so cute. And I'll be like, right, come on now, like, you've got this. I understand why you feel like that, but that's not the case anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that is so sweet. I didn't know you'd done that. Yeah. So so say like for because I still deal with that stuff now. So say yeah. for example, even like if I like I don't know like look at myself and I think you're so fucking clap lol, right? <laughs> I know that's just my younger self, mm. and I'll be like, you're only thinking that because you used to be called that all the time. Like it's okay, you know, you you're different now. And sometimes she doesn't listen. Sometimes I shout at her in, in, instead. Yeah. Like you know, sometimes it's more of the thing where she's trying to cause trouble. And you don't hug her at that point. You just shout over her for the time mm-hmm. being. Um, but, like, if it's more situations, as this was, was, like, anxiety and stuff, if I'm going into a scary situation, I compose myself. Yeah. And, like, I just breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, so say yeah, I was, breathing, definitely. Yeah. Say I was going to meet, like, a big group of people, I would actually plan what I'm going to say. So, okay. for me, one of my, like, I don't know why, but one of my biggest like, fears when meeting new people is not knowing what the fuck to say or, like, stuttering or something. Yeah. So, before I meet them, I think of, like, numerous different topics. Like, when I first met T for the first time, I was like, what the hell do I say to him? I'm shitting myself. Yeah. And um, before I got, like, in the car and stuff, 
I just went over in my head and I was like, right, let's think of different things you could talk about. Let's think of, you know, so you could say this, you could say that. If this happens, you can say that. It is overthinking, like, massively. No, I can see how that helps, though. It's like it reassuring, kind of, isn't it? Yeah, and I love to plan everything as well. Yeah, you do. So, for me, it's like, just plan it, get it all out there, go with the flow. If things don't go to plan... I'm normally okay with it, but sometimes mm. I panic a little bit, which is what I feel like a lot of people with anxiety would do. Yeah, definitely. So if it wouldn't go to plan, I'd probably just have a backup option, to be fair, like, I or think go with the flow. I completely get that, like, the two voices. I think we can go into that a bit more. Because mm. I don't picture mine as anything to do with me. Okay. To me, it's something completely so separate that's got a control of me. Yeah, so what's yours like, then? I just look at it as, like, a black figure and then when it gets really loud it kind of takes over my mind and then I try and shrink it you know what I mean okay yeah yeah no I get that but um yeah so obviously that just again shows that everyone's different but I definitely feel like with stuff like anxiety so say in this instance is making friends so say you were starting college like us for example mm. and you were anxious about making friends for me like the night before you're probably going to be overthinking you're going to be stressing oh, and yeah. you won't sleep well for me, it's just distractions, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do something that makes you happy. So say you love drawing, draw. <laughs> I mean, like, you could draw me. Yeah, I can draw. I'm great at drawing. Um, yeah, so for me, I think before you're about to do whatever you know makes you anxious, just be kind to yourself and mm. distract yourself, but just take everything easy and don't beat yourself up, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Or there is, like, it goes alongside distractions. There's one thing I do. So I always, like, need to make a perfect first impression. Yeah. Especially when it's, like, say you're meeting, like, your man's parents or something. Or, yeah. like, you're meeting your friend's friends. Like, you're, like, this shit is serious. Like, I need to up my game. So what I do is, like, because a lot of the time I stress about my skin. It's, like, you have your own insecurities, don't you? Yeah. So, like, a lot of time I stress about my skin. So I would, like, really try and take care of it. Or, like, just think about what makeup I could put on the next yeah. day. You know? Or, like, do it. Because I think, um, like, appearance can some can go hand in hand with anxiety a lot. Yeah. So, for me, it's like, I'll be, like, looking after my appearance, doing a bit of self-care, maybe, just yeah, to make myself feel definitely. better for the next day. Yeah. Or, like, eat, like, something healthy or, like, I don't know, just drink a shit ton of water because that <laughs> makes you feel healthy, healthy doesn't it? Um, Read a book. Yeah, for you. Yeah, for me. I think... Oh, crap, what was I going to say? Oh, Sorry. yeah, yeah. Um, no, so I think as well write it down it might sound stupid but like everything that you're anxious and worried about write about the worst like this might not work for everyone but it does work for me mm -hmm. write out the worst case scenario and then chances are that scenario is not going to happen so anything that happens that's not that scenario do you oh, get what okay. i'm going? yeah that's that's a good idea though. so say like i like that idea i can't think of, so say like i don't know i can't think of one in this instant but do you know what I mean like you write down and then you can look at that and be like right well that's not going to happen that's worst case scenario and then if you're still feeling anxious you can write how you can deal with that scenario yeah and that's I personally I always thought writing stuff down would never help me but that's one of the biggest things that helped me yeah yeah so I'd definitely that's say like yeah write down your worst case scenario and then how to deal with it but obviously nine times out of ten that scenario is not going to happen yeah there yeah. is one more thing I do want to say in this matter. Mm. 
And it's so a lot of the time when I get scared about like meeting people, it's usually like I'm scared that they're not going to like me because yeah. I always have this thing. It's probably just like with my past. It, you know, it always happens with trauma- traumatic events. It's like you always feel like you have to be a people pleaser. Oh my god, yeah. Um, so like for me, for an example, like my mum always made me feel like I wasn't good enough. So it was just like I need to be good enough for everyone mm. and try my hardest. But as I grew older, and I think you know, like in my recovery, I realised that firstly you're not going to be liked by everyone. Mm-hmm. That's standard. You know, no one, absolutely no one is liked by everyone. And secondly, if someone doesn't like you, then why do they deserve a chance to be your friend? Yeah, that is true. You know, like, if so, you can't force someone into a friendship. So if yeah. they don't like you and they don't like you right off the bat, then that's probably okay. You've probably got yourself away from that situation. And you're like, right, well, I haven't got myself in, like, a bad friendship where it's one-sided because that's just unhealthy. Yeah. And, you know, people have differences. And if someone really doesn't like you, then they don't notice your worth and... Yeah that's their fault not yours yeah exactly and chances are if you force that friendship it's going to be a toxic friendship anyway 100 percent. so and that's another thing that's just going to make your anxiety worse yeah but i think with anxiety it's a lot of overthinking as well isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i do that 24 7 yeah you know that is one thing that i still like target like try and target to this day but there are things that are never going to leave you yeah and that is one of the things that probably will never leave me like I still constantly overthink. Mm. Not as much as I used to. Yeah. But, sorry, I've got, like, a hiccup coming. But, yeah, still quite a lot. Number three, how to be confident or self-love. So, again, for me, confidence... It sounds so stupid. It genuinely is fake it. Like, obviously, in some scenarios, like, I am confident, but... If you go in being all shy and timid, chances are you're just going to feel crap about it afterwards. You're going to analyse it. Oh, yeah. So, for me, even if you don't feel confident, just come across as confident. Yeah. And you'll just learn to believe it. Okay, yeah, yeah, no. I did start off... I feel like, yeah, I did start off like that, that's for sure. I was just like, right, just pretend like you're okay. I'll be absolutely fine. But for me, it was more of the things that... It's kind of hard because... Wear the things that you love. I know it's something stupid, but at first, I didn't wear the things I loved because I was like, oh my God, that's really out there. Yeah. But when you wear the things you love, right, because like, we're proper fashion girls, we love mm-hmm. our clothes. When I wear things I love, I don't care how loud they are, I feel like the best version yeah. of myself I can possibly be. And I think that, to be fair, that sort of came about after I realised that I shouldn't be loved by everyone and not everyone's going to like the way I look or the way I act or the way I speak or you know anything like that and to be fair that's okay because yeah. it's okay not to be like it's normal it's 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 human right you're not gonna like if everyone loved you it'd be annoying yeah true. i couldn't deal with that true but yeah for me it's just like do things that make you feel proud to be you um yeah, and then your confidence i feel like will radiate and everyone will see how confident you just are yeah 100% and when you when you feel confident you look confident you look happy you look your best and it's the same if you look confident, then you'll feel confident. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And again, I think going from that, it is just self-care and self-love. Yeah. Like, the more you accept yourself, then I feel like the more confident you become. Yeah, because well, everyone's different as well, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, so exactly. Like... So your little insecurity that might make you individual, you've just got to learn to love them because mm. at the end of the day, you're you and no one else is like you. Yeah, and I think that goes back, I don't know about you, but it goes back to, like, my inner child thing. So when mm. I think it, 
like my big self talks to my young self she's like sitting in a little chair yeah. and I'm like damn bitch you beautiful oh yeah so like I just like yeah. hype her up I hype little Amy up yeah. um but as well not only that it makes me feel as though I've got someone looking after me yeah because like when I when I'm in that state of mind I feel like the child yeah. So I feel like someone, even though it's just myself, I feel like someone's looking after me because someone should have looked after me, but they didn't. And so that's what left me the way like I was when I was younger. Yeah, definitely. So it's sort of throwing myself back and giving myself someone who will look after her when Being no one else will. Being Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, that sounds very conceited, but it's fun we move. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is kind of like true, though, because you didn't have that figure to look up to, did you? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so it was no, more I just... that. And I think it says self-love as well. I used to do a thing called Love Me, Love Life. Oh, yeah. Love that. Um, so I used to do it on, like, my, like, spam Instagram, my private Instagram. And I'd do videos of one thing I love about me and one thing I love about life. Question four was what to do on a bad day. Um, so I think turning off social media, definitely. Like, cause I feel like if you're having a bad day, it's so easy to see one thing and it can just easily trigger you, whether that's on, like, Instagram. For me, it's Instagram, definitely. Or, like, anything else. Or someone having the best time on Snapchat and you're just sitting there, like... So I definitely think take a break from social media, but, like, self-care. So in that break, do, like, a face mask, do a hair mask, have a bath, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So that's what I always do anyway. Yeah. And I always, like, dress up. So if I'm feeling really crap, I'll always, like, do my makeup, get changed. Because I find that if I'm just staying in the house in my trackies and stuff, then I feel even worse. Yeah, because I look, I walk past the mirror and I see myself and I'm like, you are a state, mate. Yeah. Whereas if I sort of glammed up a little bit and I'd be like, oh, I'm feeling good about myself. Yeah, okay, exactly. Okay. And it's like a distraction as well. Like whilst you're doing your makeup, listening to your music and stuff, it's such a good distraction. Oh, yeah, music always pop on my music and it mm-hmm. changes my mood yeah. so quickly. 100%. Um, I think on a bad day as well, I journal quite a lot. So just for like distraction, so I'll journal, like say how I'm feeling. But then, like, like, kind of like you do, like, things I'm grateful for and stuff like that, just to kind of... What's the word? Yeah, motivate me, I guess. Yeah, because it's like... I mean, I haven't journaled in quite a while, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Um, I, haven't, I haven't done it as much as I used to, but I do do it every now and then. It does help a lot, doesn't it? Oh, definitely. But definitely. even if I don't journal, I think of it in my head. Like, if I'm down, I think, right... So you say, if I make, like, what are the things that you love about life? Oh, yeah. And then I'll be like, okay... This is what I love about life. This is what I'm thankful for. Yeah. This is why I like it, and this is why I'm thankful for it. And that helps a lot because it makes you realise that just because you're having one bad day, it doesn't mean that, or like one bad week, one bad month, whatever, it doesn't mean that the rest of your life is going to be bad. Yeah, exactly. And what I think, like, if one bad thing happens to you in a day, it doesn't mean your whole day or your whole week's going to be bad. And I feel like sometimes, and I think I definitely can say one thing bad happens to me in the morning I'm like that's it it's a bad day today oh yeah yeah and I feel like it's so hard all right birds chill out loves but you've got to like change that mentality that okay you might have had a bad morning but that doesn't mean your afternoon evening is going to be really bad yeah um color the dogs yeah oh honestly like distractions I normally find like even if it's not talking about it, like FaceTime your friends or go down and speak to your family, just something to take your mind off it. Oh, Buzz, did you hear hey Lily? Hey, little baby. Oh, you're so cute. Little doggy break. <laughs> um, yeah, so what were we saying? Distractions? Yeah, distractions. So I definitely think, like, obviously, lockdown, you can't really go out, but if you're listening to this not in lockdown, 
go out, just get out of the house, I find that really helps as well. Yep. Um, I mean, obviously, sometimes when you're having a bad day, like that's the last thing you want to do, but I feel like if you force yourself to do it, your mind will be taken off it, just even if it's just for an hour. Yeah, I would say if you're going to force yourself to do it, do it like for short term and do it with like close friends. Because yeah. there have been times where I've forced myself to go out to party um, in like December time and I really wasn't good. And it was just a state. Like, yeah. I literally cried by, like, behind the back of the tent like five times that night. It was actually so bad. But as well, because I'd got a little bit tipsy, but I didn't want to get too drunk because I was coming back here. Yeah. And that made it worse. Um, that definitely made it worse. But, yeah, I think I forced myself to go to that and it just was not, like... Yeah, no, I think things like that, don't force yourself too much. But even if it's just getting out of the house for a walk, it's, like, Walks little stuff like that. so much. Yeah, don't they? Yeah, like, if I go out for a little walk, I pop on my music, I pop on, like... You know, like, some clothes that make you feel summery and you can just yeah. sit there? Well, you know what? Even just, like, lie in a field. Yeah, I literally. know that sounds so weird, but literally, I find so much peace, like, with nature... Yeah, because what so. I do if I'm having a really bad day, I go over to the lake opposite my house, because obviously I can't really walk far, and I just sit there for like yeah. half an hour, 40 minutes, and it just, I don't know, it makes me think so much clearer. Yeah, it does, definitely. I just try and do things I enjoy, but then the problem is, is like, if you're going through depression and stuff, you lose the interest in things you enjoy, yeah. and that's when it gets really hard, because you're like, okay, well, I don't enjoy this, I don't want to do it. Yeah. But definitely. all I can say is that, if you really try and push yourself to do it, you you will find that you actually do still enjoy it. Yeah. Even if it's like watching like a good show, like uh, for yeah. me, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, we love a bit of Brooklyn Nine Nine here. <laughs> or there's a show that I used to watch when I was younger. And to be fair, like saying that, I tend to avoid a lot of things from when I was younger. Don't I? Like, yeah. there's not a lot of things I think of. Like, oh my god, this makes me so happy when I was younger. But two things make me happy from when I was younger. And one of them is a genre of music. Hmm. I'm not going to say what it is. Like, like embarrassing. Nah. <laughs> but no, some certain types of music, or even, you know what, slap on Justin Bieber, My World 2.0. Oh, you've got yourself a banger. Sake. Honestly. The amount of times you've put that on. Oh. As you can tell, that is not my favourite distraction. I do not put on <laughs> Justin Bieber in my spare time. Ollie Mers. Oh, used yeah, to be yeah, my yeah, favourite. Okay. Slap on a bit of that. You're thinking about me now. <laughs> Obviously. I know, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so good. Bangs. Literally, instant smile. Every time. Uh, or fake tan. Oh, that's such a good pick-me-up. Really? Yeah. Actually, no, yeah, to be fair. If I've got, got a bit of fake tan, yeah, like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, girl. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. To be fair, if I'm having a bad day, I don't always do that, but it does make me feel better. It's too much effort for me because you've got to exfoliate and shave. Yeah, and yeah, that is true. Moisturise and you've got to wait a day. And yeah, that, yeah. So, like, one thing is music and the other thing is a TV show. Mm. used to love that and like if I just pop it on now it makes me feel a lot better I think and it gets me all excited like, I feel like yeah. a kid again who's got like no responsibilities yeah I also think as well like different mindful te- mindfulness techniques is that the word? yeah yeah so like like meditating if you like that but then we can talk about that more in the next episode about anxiety it does depend on like how I'm feeling on that yeah, bad day yeah that's what I was thinking it does depend because you can have different bad days can't you? yeah like, to be fair, I'm not going to lie, I'm one of those people who really find it hard like, to deal with stress. So if I hear yeah. bad news, I instantly go to my bed, turn off all the lights and watch a TV show and mm. just sit there and, like, wallow in self-pity, which is really bad. Mm. Probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> but, um... Not advising that. Yeah. Well, but what I try and do is, like, I'd say, what, what I've said before, 
is usually when you're having a bad day, all you can sit there and think of doing is like going to bed, turning off all your lights and sleeping for ages. Yeah. My thing that I always think of is, okay, you can go and do that thing that you really want to do, but you can only do it for like 10 minutes and you've got to get up and you've got to go about the rest of your day. Mm -hmm. So if I sit there and think all I want to do right now is go to bed, pop on some music and like just lay staring at the ceiling. Yeah. So I'll go to bed, I'll pop on that music and then I'll lay there for about 10 minutes. I'll sit through three songs and I'll say, right, your time's up now. That's it. You've done what you've wanted to do, but you have a limit. Now go and do the rest of your day. That's a really good advice, actually. Because I feel like, as well, when you do that, you kind of get in a rut of doing that and it's even harder to pull yourself out. Uh Uh-huh, 100%. So I definitely think setting a time limit is so good. And it's hard to stay motivated to that or it's hard to keep track of time to try and keep, like, a timer or an alarm or something and then set yourself out something to do maybe right next to you. So, like, say, for example, okay, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to read my book. Yeah. So then you'll like set your book right next to you or something. But as well, if you're gonna do things, I would say don't do it in your bed. Yeah. Maybe. True. Like do it in the garden or something. In the garden's always a good idea. Yeah. Or that's like anyway, if if your room's the only like quiet place you can find, then fair enough. But if you can find elsewhere that's a bit more quiet and you can just sort of sit, I'd say go elsewhere. Yeah. It stops you wanting like to crawl in bed, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly, definitely. And I think sometimes it's actually nice to get out of your bedroom. Because I find that even if I'm having a bad day, I do just shut myself in my room. Mm. And then that just makes it even worse. So I usually do force myself Yeah. Like out of my room. And then just tell someone, like, if you are... Like, I'm quite lucky that I'm quite close to my parents and they'll usually pick up if I'm having a bad day. And I can kind of talk to them as to why and how I'm feeling. But again, if you haven't got that relationship, maybe, like, you've got a close friend or a sibling or someone, mm. you could, like, ring and just be like, hey, look, like, I'm feeling like this, but I want a distraction. And whether that's to completely chat about something else just for it or so they can just listen you can get it off your chest I think that really helps as well it does it is quite hard for that though sometimes like I think as well because I just don't like I hate saying this but I hate admitting it because I'm all for like preaching about like talking to people about your problems Mm. when it comes to me I'm like ooh. no I'm the same I'm really like even when my parents are like oh like what's the matter and I'm having a bad day I usually I'm like oh I'm fine I'm fine yeah and I find it really uncomfortable. Like, that's why, like, in my counselling sessions and stuff, I find it so uncomfortable. And I think that's why I didn't get on my counsellor. Yeah. So I don't like opening up to people. But then I think you, you have just kind you of got to do it. it. Yeah, definitely. Like, around Christmas time, I didn't really open up to anyone, like, really. I mean, I did open up to one person, to be fair. But, um, yeah, I opened up to one person and sort of went from there. So I think there's always, like, probably at least one person that you can find. If there's not, that is okay. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, like be scared or like worried I, that you don't have that one person yeah and that's when i say like journaling even if you just write it down because i find sometimes writing it down just getting it off your chest shutting the book and not looking at it again or even like ripping out the piece of paper and ripping it up into tiny pieces like i just find that really helps yes definitely or i saw this thing on tiktok and i oh, or like on TikTok. instagram and i tagged you in it and um but it was probably like a private page you probably wouldn't have seen it and it said like yeah. we bought plates and wrote on every toxic thing that's happened to us and like smashed the plates oh i didn't see that and i was like, i'm sorry but we need to do that oh my gosh can we actually yeah definitely and like we love doing these sort of activities don't we yeah. we love the ideas of them and um not too long ago, we got together and did these like joy jars that we saw on oh TikTok gosh, again. Yeah, TikTok's so great cute. for these ideas. Yeah, I use mine all a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so I look do through I. it a lot. Um, and that's what I do, and I'm having a bad day as well. 
because I don't know what you write in yours, but in mine I do like it's completely different. Like it'll be little my favorite affirmations or my favorite quotes, but then it'll be also like good stuff I've achieved. So it can be like anything, and then I'll just pick one random thing out of the jar and like kind of read a few of them to like pick me back up, like why I'm choosing to recover and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's quite a good idea. It's mm. like that's like a motivation thing, isn't it? Yeah. I what do I do? I'd more do things like happy things that have happened to me, but then saying that, I mean, because yeah. it's lockdown, it isn't really very filled up. So yeah, I no, no, it's mine. Chuck in a couple of other things to bulk it up. But, um, I wrote like some of my stuff with college, like, oh, I've got a distinction so and so assignment mm. and finished college, like stuff like that as well. Yeah, that's kind of good. I write a lot of things like about like tea, and mm-hmm. I write a lot of things like you coming over to do the podcasts and talk about, uh, yeah, like I guess like, I write down sort of how like all my things are going like how um the light is going and how the podcast yeah. are going that that makes me like and that's quite nice to look back on as well yeah, oh my gosh yeah your igtv well done on that thank you honestly. i literally saw that i don't I, I was just stalking your instagram love that love that and then i thought i was like whoa 772 pounds i know that's mad do you not find that weird that 772 people sat down like watch your face it's crazy Right, so that is it for today. Yeah. Um, our next episode is going to be on anxiety, I think, if it uploads in the right order. Yeah. It will be about anxiety, so, yeah. yeah. Is that it? Are we done? <laughs> I think so. Okay, bye, gang. Bye.